0: All right, time for Baldry's Beat. Keith Baldry, Legislative Bureau Chief for Global News. Good morning, Keith. Good morning. So we just talked earlier on the show today about the surging number of uh, flu cases we're seeing in the province. The, the province's plan outlined yesterday for uh, vaccination blitz here. You've talked about it in the News Hour last night. What's your take on it? Yeah, it's
1: it's, uh, it's not confined to B.C. This is happening everywhere. Gold Mail front page story yesterday. A surging cases in pediatric wards in Toronto. Uh, we're seeing it right across the continent where uh, little kids, young children, and not just young children, but teenagers as well, are showing up in medical facilities, whether emergency rooms, doctor offices, or clinics, with acute respiratory uh, ailments, infection symptoms. It's flu, it's pneumonia, it's um, RSV, it's uh, in some cases it's still COVID. Uh, and they're showing up in, in huge numbers. So I, I reported last night. Um, in a, last week, October, the percentage of kid visits to medical facilities the last week October was about fifteen percent of all visits uh, for kids under under ten. Uh, last week in November, that was up to twenty five percent of all visits. so they're, it's almost doubling the number of kids who are showing up in, a, in distress and sometimes serious distress with influenza, pneumonia, RSV. Uh, or other acute respiratory ailments, and they're serious enough to require them to go to the hospital or to their their family doctor. And part of it is, uh, again, this ongoing shortment of um, pain medication for children. Yeah. Uh, so you can't bring the fever down, uh, which you have to for the young kid. You end up going to the ER, and that's why we've night after night after night these stories we've all been doing about the clogged ERs at at Children's Hospital in yeah. particular. Uh, and unfortunately, it shows no sign of abatement
0: right, so Dr. Bonnie Henry yesterday saying, encouraging people, get your kids vaccinated and I was kind of surprised at that number of kids five under five, just twenty percent vaccination rate Is that typical, or is uh, that t- well not, you know well, we've we've
1: sort of ignored flu for a couple of years because we haven 't had much flu yeah, this is now um the biggest flu uh spike we 've seen in several years, so kids weren't weren't uh, socializing in the last couple of years they weren't Mingling, you didn't see the same amount of communicable diseases, and now kids are back together, and you're seeing uh, high absenteeism in schools, yeah. and a big uh, cluster of kids being taken to hospital.
0: Right, and um, she she also, but we played the clip earlier where she said that some have been calling for vaccine clinics in schools, and she pointed. I thought it was a good point that the critical kids group that they're really worried about are kids under five and they're that's not right. in school so they're not in school yeah. and
1: that that's a concern is those the parents of those children it's really imperative for them to get their flu shot um we may get to the point where schools will be used as uh, immunization centers <clears throat> we're not there yet but uh the flu vaccine um take up rate for kids five to yeah. to uh, 11 is still only about 20 percent, as well and they're in school mm-hmm. so maybe that's mm-hmm. where we could see some change
0: Let's talk about this uh, Olympic caliber flip flop executed by the government <laughs> yesterday on the uh, the ban on Salvation yeah. Army uh, outside of BC government liquor stores. So this had been a tradition yeah. for decades. Decades. You go to a the, the liquor store. Yeah. The Sal the Salian guy is outside with his bells. And so why did they? And they quickly flip flopped on this as soon as this well, story came out.
1: As far as I can tell, they wanted to replace the Salian with um, dedicated. Um, uh, sort of center or drop offs for food banks yeah. and such, which is great. That's fine. Um, but also, in the same time, displacing the salary. I'm not sure why you couldn't have both
0: yeah. at uh, this. I they mean, said they didn't want people to get overwhelmed with requests. Well, I come mean, on. I let's, mean listen to, let's listen to liberal MLA Peter Milibar. They were on the attack on this yesterday. Of course they were. The kettles out front, especially outside, uh, are really not a hindrance to people walking in and out. We see them in front of other
1: stores with other events going on for fundraising inside the store. So it's a very weak uh, uh,
0: excuse, and especially with zero notice uh, to the Salvation Army, it's, it's very uh, Scrooge-like, Grinch-like, whatever Christmas analogy you'd like to use. <laughs> This is like a softball coming oh, down huge, the heart of the plate. Big the
1: softball to the, the <laughs> slugger Peter Millibar. there. No <laughs> brainer. Hit it out of the park. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this notion that people are going to get overwhelmed by uh, having to go through two people looking for, for re- uh, Christmas donations is a bit much. And And... At least good for them. They've, they they ch- changed their mind. They flip flop. Sally Ann's back in right. the liquor stores.
0: Yeah, I mean, as soon as I saw that yesterday, I looked at my watch. I thought, okay, yeah, yeah, here when... comes the flip flop. <laughs> Ten, nine,
1: eight.
0: Yeah, yeah. no. I mean,
1: quickly. you go to
0: grocery stores and you can
1: run past a little league baseball team looking for money, and uh, and the you know other organizations looking for money. It's hardly overwhelming to be. Uh, request, have a couple requests so who for donations. Dealt, who
0: dealt this mess in the in the first place? Like I, whose call was this? It, we don't. It's
1: know. got all the makings of a classic bureaucratic. Right. Uh, I can't imagine the cabinet sitting around going, hmm. Let's let's today let's pass an order in council banning the Sally Ann. From liquor stores. This had to be
0: some sort of bureaucratic snafu. I mean, you talk to cabinet ministers all the time on Mm -hmm. background. Were they shaking their heads over this? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: A couple were just like, where did this come from? (laughs) (laughs) Who decided this thing? Put
0: out this fire. Yeah. Well, it does show you, though, it's another example of how David Eby here is is quick to respond on some of these mistakes. I mean, this is
1: nowhere near what he did with the autism file, for example. Well, it's a good example. I mean, he is changing, I think. could very well be. I didn't wasn't on the story yesterday. Selena Robinson was the one who, I think handled the announcement. But yeah. Would, wouldn't be surprised if EB said, "Hey, get this thing off my desk." What? You know, where did this come from? We don't. We don't. Why create a problem where one doesn't exist?
0: Okay. Speaking of cabinet ministers, tomorrow is the unveiling of the new cabinet. Ten
1: o'clock. So we won't
0: have Baldry's beat tomorrow. Maybe
1: you'll be covering the ceremony live. So there's going to be a ceremony at Government House at ten a.m. David EB unveiling his cabinet. Uh, a lot of guessing game going on. Um, I think uh, it's either he's either going to expand his cabinet and bring in some newcomers, yeah. or just keep it as it is and and bring in maybe one or two new people, uh, or have wholesale changes. I don't think he's going to go with the wholesale change thing. I think it's a little early. He's still got a couple years of governing, so why move people who may not be running again? I expect Adrian Dix will remain health minister. Mike Farnworth will remain public safety minister. Look for a woman. To become the AG is okay. my betting. Oh, okay. uh, the Attorney General. I think a woman would be the Finance Minister. I'm not sure it'll be Selena Robinson, oh, who's the current. Could, could uh, she finance? be moving. She could be. There's been uh, there's a history there, not a good history between her and David Eby. She became Finance Minister. Eby was suddenly not on Treasury Board anymore. Oh. Eby became Minister responsible for Housing and fired the board that Selena Robinson had appointed. So there's some tension there, but maybe, you know, he turns they all turn a page and go forward. But uh, I the, the ones I'm keeping an eye on tomorrow are backbencher Nikki Sharma mm-hmm. from Vancouver Hastings, uh, I think is going to get elevated. Andrew Mercier is another, from Langley, is another name that a lot of people are talking about getting elevated. Yeah. Uh, Katrina Chan from Burnaby, the Minister responsible for childcare. I think she's going to get a promotion. She's done well in that portfolio. It's only a Minister of State, and she was co-chair of EB's transition mm-hmm. team. And Josie Osborne, who's in this strange hybrid environmental portfolio that seems to be going nowhere, and she's pretty highly regarded, and I think she's going to get a promotion as well.
0: Okay, we'll see how that unfolds tomorrow. Real quickly, coming up later in the show, Keith, I'm going to be speaking to a truck driver, and we're going to talk about the provincial response to snow and ice on our highways. And last week we saw the Snowmageddon in the lower mainland there, and now you've got the mayor of Delta, George Harvey, calling on the provincial government here. You should review your contract mm-hmm. with your snow removal providers. Here's what he had to say, Delta Mayor George Harvey. The province has to be a leader here and ensure that the main corridors, all the bridges, the hot provincial highways, uh, they can handle that. And I don't think they can right now. Mm-hmm. It's been shown that they can't. Speaking to jazz Joe Hall there, what do you think uh, what do you think well, of this? You know, Cr-
1: Chris Galis our buddy um, had an interesting Twitter thread where he s- spent his time in Calgary He said the s- driving in snow in the interior and in Calgary in the prairies is different than driving in snow on the west coast. It's much wetter here and much drier in other places. We had pictures on the news hour lots of footage of trucks huge trucks spinning out of control. That, again, it would be interesting to talk to your truck driver guest. Um, why were trucks with fully uh, snow tires everything spinning out of control in the slush-like conditions of the snow that, as one of the, the directors the day after said, was falling six centimeters an hour? They just couldn't keep up with it. So I'm not sure more equipment is going to be the answer.
0: So do you therefore think that lower mainland drivers get an unfair or bad rap when other drivers, let's say in the north or interior of the problems always say, oh, these Vancouver drivers don't know how to drive in the snow because it's like heavier, wetter snow and some difficult hills? I, I think there's some
1: merit to that argument that mm. it's, it's, it's a different type of snow. Now, there's also some personal responsibility. There were a lot of people out on the roads with you know yeah. summer tires and thinking, oh, I'll just drive carefully. Well, no, you're not going to get from A to B. You're not going to get out of A with those type of tires. So there's a lot of personal responsibility where people didn't, I think, understand that they're not driving on wet pavement. You're driving in icy, slushy conditions, and your tires can't take it.
0: Let's go right to your phone calls. Dave on the line in Fannie Bay. Hi, Dave. Go ahead.
1: Thanks, guys. Thanks for the opportunity. Um, You know, they they say uh, it's too hard to enforce uh, the rules on snow tires. But I don't understand why ICBC wouldn't – sponsor some uh, roadblocks to check for snow tires, and maybe even work it in with the counterattack. You can do it during the day, probably catch as many drunks, and, uh, and give people tickets for not having their
0: tires. Well, what does the, the law say on the snow tires? What do you have to have on? Well, you're supposed to, after, after I think, November
1: 7th or whatever that date is, um, you're supposed to have uh, snow and ice
0: tires Right, but not uh, everywhere, though. Uh, right? So, isn't no. that only on certain highways? Yeah,
1: <laughs> going to Whistler and going up uh, the Coke and. I mean, I could ones. double.
0: I could double check that, but you don't need snow tires in Victoria. But a or lot of people, you know, like you made this, that point earlier. That, you know, a lot of people who are getting stuck in traffic. have probably got the wrong tires on. I'm sure they did. The other I-
1: issue with snow tires is you only have them on for a short period of time. Yeah. What do you do with them afterwards? If you live in a condo, uh, as many people do. Uh, there's no storage
0: area. A lot of people store them at the, you know, the OK Tire or whatever they huh? do
1: here in Victoria. But uh, having that's where we get ours, but they're yeah. full. You know, Are right? they? if you oh. if you want to get uh, more than the, you know, sort of tires there, you got to get in a wait Let's
0: go to Lincoln on the line in Poco. Hi, Lincoln. Go ahead. Hi, guys. Uh, well, you asked the question before. I'm going to respond to it.
1: Trucks were spinning out because the truck drivers weren't doing their jobs and chaining up. They're trying Ooh. to make the hills without no chains. And you know what? Doesn't work like that. You got to chain up. I drive professionally for a living. My boss shut us all down and come back to the shop. They don't okay. chain up. Yeah, that, chain yeah. reaction.
0: Yeah. Okay. That, so where? So you're saying that they should chain up even in the lower mainland?
1: Oh, they have to chain up. You can't get yeah. up the hills without chaining up. There's the, it's. It's. You don't have to be a genius to figure that out. Yeah. yeah. No. Good point. Good point. Yeah. I think one of the problems, you know, these events only happen every few years i mean this yeah. doesn't happen every year and so people i think just figure well you know roll the dice this isn't going to happen i don't think anybody anticipated how bad it was going to be last week <laughs> with this with six centimeters an hour
0: falling yeah it was pretty brutal don on the line in surrey hi don go ahead hi mike hi uh keith we call you the oracle keith oh. um what i'd like to say is sand is the answer not brine not salt sand in Quebec, in Alberta, they all put sand, and mm. uh, at home, sand on the highway, sand everywhere. At home, we use used coffee grounds for traction on the pathway anywhere. So, someone what should, do they? So, they do? Do they not use sand here in BC? What do they use? They use brine and salt for salt, some yeah. reason. Hmm. Uh, I don't understand. Maybe they don't yeah. want to. Sand is the answer.
1: Okay, thanks. Well, that's a good point. I'm you know, you know going to um, Ontario, driving Ontario, and uh, driving by huge um, sort of A-frame cabins of sand um, deposits along Ontario Highway. So they do seem to use sand there. We
0: don't. I'm not, Interesting again, not sure what, that, what,
1: what the difference is or why we don't.
0: We'll do, we're going to discuss this well, more later in the yeah, show, so make sure you keep it locked here. Paul and Kelowna. Paul, you got 30 seconds here
1: hey how you doing i just got back from the u.s where i live for 20 years and i drove in you know new england weather conditions which uh is basically like you know lake ontario toronto area and i've lived in edmonton and i just can't believe people are complaining about the roads and not using common sense and uh buying snow tires for god's sake
0: yeah so do you think that's one of the big problems like people are going out with inadequate tires
1: absolutely and then they and then they. About the weather, are they Canadians or what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank yeah, you I for think that. I think he makes a very good point. There were, there were a lot of people out there who should not have been driving, and don't expect the government or agencies to hold your hand when you've got the wrong tires in a snowstorm.
0: Keith, thanks a lot. Talk to you
1: Thursday.